Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What's up, AfterBuzzers? Thanks for joining us right here. We're going to talk everything Model Squad. Yes, that includes Fashion Week, castings, and of course it wouldn't be reality TV without drama. Keep it locked right here on AfterBuzz TV. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz I literally love this song. What a fitting, appropriate (laughs) song for this show. Exactly. Seriously. All right, guys. So we are here to talk everything Model Squad. I am your host, Ashley Allen. Ladies, introduce yourselves. Hey, guys. What's up? I'm Carla Beltran. So excited to be here and talk about Model Squad. Yes, me too. (laughs) Hi, ladies. Hey, guys. I'm Kaylee Stump. What's up, everybody? My name is Juliana Dizon. And, of course, we're going to talk everything Model Squad. We're going to talk about castings. Mm-hmm. We saw New York Fashion Week. We saw, of course, some drama. You know, it has to have drama with all of these models put together. <laughs> and we're going to get into our special segment of today's episode, which is who we choose as our favorite top model amongst the ladies. Yes. What did, What would you guys' overall thoughts on all of the episodes? We're going to cover the entire season in this, this sitting. What did you guys think? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dive into it. Um, I guess overall, I I, en- I enjoyed the show, but I wish they would have been like they would they would have gone a little bit more in depth into like some of the lives mm-hmm. of these people. I think that we were covering way too many girls, and it was really hard to like. I mean, at, within the first three like episodes, I didn't I didn't even know the names of half of the people yeah. that we were looking at. Like, and still told today, like I feel like I still don't know the names of some of the girls. I'm like, oh, the girl that didn't get the casting for Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. So I think there was just too many people to kind of keep track of. And um, but overall, I think it was really interesting to be able to get into the daily model life and just kind of see their lifestyle and all the different things that they yeah. do. I think it ha- had a lot of potential, but I think it kind of fell flat a yeah. little bit. It yeah. was a little bit vanilla at times, not a lot of drama, not a lot of juiciness, and it wasn't extremely relatable. Yeah. I actually have a different, a little bit perspective. I thought it was very relatable, um, and I liked the show as far as the whole modeling aspect, and it kind of inspired me um, in my career personally, but... I also agree with you where I think there were too many people that they were following. Like, I really liked in the beginning how they were kind of showing you an inside look about their day-to-day. But then, you know, like we said, they just were throwing drama in there. Because I think you actually can't have reality TV without drama. I don't think that's a thing. Yeah. So... There were good parts and bad parts. Yeah. I think I'm in the middle between both of you, all of you guys. Um, Me, myself, like, I've done some modeling in the past, so... Mm -hmm. Just watching kind of how they packaged all this stuff together, I feel like it made models sound a little whiny. Yes. When in reality, even though it sounded whiny, those are real issues that models deal with, but Mm -hmm, I don't know if it was presented the right way to the Mm -hmm. public. Yeah. Um, 
there were some good parts, some bad parts. There were some boring parts. <laughs> um, but I definitely agree. My, my one thing was that there were too many girls. Like, you can't... Yeah. It's hard to build a relationship and really connect with the cast when there's so many, so people, many people you're trying going, to yeah. remember. Is, well, this person is dating this person, and they booked this and that. It's just a lot going It was overwhelming. On. And especially because yeah. there were only nine episodes, really. Yeah. So, t- And I think there I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's nine episodes and nine girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it was just enough to kind of touch on everyone a little bit. Yeah. Exactly. Some more than others. But they, yeah. I think they should have just had maybe like four main people yeah. that we got yeah. to and follow then, around yeah, every exactly. day. And then everybody else would be extra. Yeah. But we would get to know them uh-huh. as the show went on yeah Yeah. because I mean these girls they go to the you know similar or same castings they're gonna bump into each other they're friends so it really wasn't necessary to have all of them on there all the time Mm -hmm. it's just a lot so we're gonna talk about their work the different castings they've gone on the different clients that they're they're working with uh, the relationships that they have with each other how it's hard to maintain a relationship and then of course the different issues and the different topics that Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline came on um, throughout the season. But first, before we get into that, let's talk about and name all of the models that we were introduced to throughout the season. We have Devon, Olivia, Shanina, Caroline, Ping, Nadi, Daniela, Hannah, (laughs) Ashley, I'm terrible. Um, So those are the girls that we got to meet uh, Mm -hmm. in these episodes. So first, let's talk about the work. Yeah. Um, yes. What goes into becoming a model? What is castings like? And a big topic throughout the entire season was, of course, Victoria's Secret. As we all know, that that is pretty the much biggest. the model's <laughs> dream. Like yeah. everyone wants to get their wings, as they say, and become right. a, a Victoria's Secret angel. I what think did that, you guys think about that whole process and it being such a big deal? Honestly, I think that even if you're not a model, like being a Victoria's right. Secret angel, is <laughs> yeah, 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 like, like, like if they were like, dream. oh, yeah. um, you know, host for uh, social uh, for social media for the Victoria's Secret, I would be like, mm-hmm. yes, count me in, I'll yes. be there. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I think the whole I I don't think a lot of people think about how difficult casting is and most of the time you think like okay like if you've already walked Tom Ford like why wouldn't you get Prada you know Um, but it was kind of really interesting to kind of hear them say like oh well they didn't take me because I was like too big for this and then I look at them like too big for Mm -hmm. what you know Mm -hmm. so just and then kind of seeing them and just how dedicated they are to like their working out and like their eating habits and everything it's like going into a casting takes a lot to prepare to like once you get there and when you get there I think it's different because like for them they only have those like what a minute to walk down and walk back like there's really not much like it's not I don't even think you can really talk at a casting sometimes it's just like they're calling you like next (laughs) yeah but if you're not then you just have this chance that you prepare for and it's like Wow, you know, that's so much work. So, yeah, yeah, when the girls went to castings, it was definitely very stressful when they show the casting directors kind of just like looking them up and down. They don't say a word, they tell them to walk, and then they're 
feedback and criticism is always kind of a little bit negative, and so yeah. you're just unsure if they're going to book the job. They, mm-hmm. I feel like they open the season with Devin kind of being the main big model who books mm-hmm. Victoria's yeah. Secret, but even she talked about her struggles of you know not booking this, not booking that. And then there was Caroline who kind of talked about how um, she was kind of too big. She said... Or she said one client told her that she was too big. Another client told her that she was too thin. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, they definitely talked about a lot of different struggles in the modeling industry, but it is hard to relate. Yeah. Well, I think especially for Victoria's Secret because most fashion shows you're wearing clothes, but Victoria's Secret, you're just wearing your underwear. Yeah. So you have to work double hard and you really have to work out. Like, I feel like other shows that are more high fashion... Maybe you don't have to be super toned, but for Victoria's Secret, it's so important that you look amazing, yeah. that you're skinny, but you look also healthy and athletic and not too skinny. Yeah. So, and not too athletic. Right. <laughs> right. Just perfect. You have to be just perfect for Victoria's Secret because, and I feel like that's the highlight of everyone's career because yeah, you see their personalities. Like all the Victoria's Secret shows, the girls are fun and they're flirty and yeah. they really yeah. get to yeah. like have fun on the runway, not just like you know, put their model face on and walk yeah. straight and walk yeah. back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a chance to Shine. pretty much be a human, like they say, yes. like, mm-hmm. because you have, like, you have that model face on in different shows. But not only that, but think about the models that have big, become household names because of Victoria's Secret. We have Tyra, we have Giselle, we have, yeah. like, so many yeah. other women. And in the modeling world, this is almost like an Emmy or a Grammy or something yeah. like that. So or this is really, like, the staple that can really make you a household name yeah. in the yeah. modeling world. So it's it's definitely, definitely a big deal. Yeah, and they get to walk with the biggest names in music. Yeah. Like, yeah. all of the biggest names get to perform, and they get to dance to their songs. And then, you know, models like Bahati Prinsloo met Adam Levine when Maroon 5 performed for a VS show, mm-hmm. and now they're married with, you know, two yeah. little it's kids. Like, what a great like, story. How'd you meet your husband? Oh, I was walking in the Victoria's Secret fashion yeah. show, yeah. and he was just when I was a supermodel, and he was a rock <laughs> yeah. star, no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So let's also talk about Fashion Week. So Fashion Week in New York and uh, in Paris and Milan, of course, are big deals as well. But that, that also comes with a lot of pressure. And... Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people don't know that, you know, you can go on a casting today and then be booked for the show tomorrow. So that is a lot of pressure, along with actually doing the shows that you are already casted in. It's a lot of back and forth, a lot of stress. You don't get a lot of sleep. Mm -mm. Like, it's a lot. Yeah. Well, I think the models that are functioning on this level, all the girls that we saw, they're full-time models. This is their whole career. So they're literally on call all the time Mm -hmm. and I know that they mentioned that a little bit but like you said they have castings last minute they could have to fly or book a show last minute so they're just always kind of in this limbo where they have the day off but they might not have the day off like anything can happen so they always have to be ready they always have to look good they always have to be on point yeah, and they can't really ever have a cheat day. Like, at the very end when <laughs> Olivia books Sports Illustrated, they're like, we're going to shoot soon. And she's like, my stomach isn't ready for that. Yeah. So, you, yeah, that would be tough. You always have to be in perfect, tip-top shape. Yeah, and not only that, but I feel like it's so funny because people look at Fashion Week and they think, like, oh, my gosh, Fashion Week, it's so glamour. Yeah, like, you go, you it's go to shows, you're walking. <laughs> like, it looks, it, honestly... Through the other side of the lens, it looks so much fun. But I know friends that are like, Fashion Week is the worst week of my life because, you, like you said, they don't sleep. They get called, like, back to back. And it's just kind of one of those things where you're like, 
you appreciate more like all the the effort that they do to be prepared in order for like for them to be able to walk any runway whenever they yeah. get called to basically. Yeah. Yeah. I really like um, Devin had a quote, one of my favorites from the show, and it was when she was telling she was talking to Olivia about her walking in the show, and she mm-hmm. was like, just think about how tired and hungry you are <laughs> yeah. while you're walking down and that will give you the perfect runway phase. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that really makes sense. If I ever have another runway casting, yeah. I'm going to think about that yeah. and see what happens. Yeah. And the modeling world is a lot of hurry up and wait. Yeah. So once you get booked on a show and you make it there your call time, you have to sit there and wait. Yeah. Like, it could be hours. It could be, like, all day. Like, it's just... The waiting process is also exhausting. I think yeah, a lot right. of people don't realize that. Yeah. Especially if it's cold and, and then you feel like you can't <laughs> eat because you're going to be wearing this tiny stuff. Like, it's just, it can become a lot if you're not mentally prepared. You have yeah. to be mentally prepared. Right. I feel like, where are the protein bars? <laughs> yeah. Listen, well, I mean, ladies, if you're interested in modeling, like, of course, don't sit around and eat, like, a pack of cookies, but it's okay to eat, like, half the cookie, you know? <laughs> Indulge a little bit. That's my philosophy. I just, whatever I used to eat, I just eat half, or yeah. maybe, like, a bite or two bites. Yeah, you'll be okay. But, but that takes thing. a lot of discipline as well. It, it does. does. Especially because, like, it depends on, I mean, I guess the entertainment industry, I don't know how different it is from the modeling industry, but, like, the entertainment industry, like, there's always, like, crafty tables, and, oh, like, yeah. there's all the good snacks. Mm-hmm. They have the healthy snacks, but then they have the good unhealthy snacks too so it's like the discipline of deciding whether am I going to have an apple or am I going to have hot Cheetos mm-hmm. right so hot Cheetos hot Cheetos <laughs> I think I'm the hot Cheetos too yeah well when it when it came to the stresses of fashion week with the show like if you have never worked um as a model before I feel like for audiences watching this show it was still kind of hard to relate like they showed a little bit of them rushing and going to different castings and you know running across the street and stuff but it was mostly just them in their interviews kind of talking at the camera explaining how stressed they are and it's like I would have liked to see more of them showing the the real life stresses Mm -hmm. I agree like more back backstage action Um, yeah you know like when you come off the runway, there's no time to, oh, be cute and unbutton and fluff hair. No, you're no, getting your clothes ripped off and right. getting into the next outfit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Those are the type of things that I would have liked yeah. to see. Yeah, I would have liked to see more of that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I right. think everybody likes, like, behind the scenes, so anything yeah. behind the scenes Just, been, like, just something it. more yeah. raw and real yeah. and kind of more genuine rather than them just talking about it in their interviews. Exactly. I feel yeah. like would have made the show a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the Victoria's Secret... Um, show that we see every year on TV does a good job at that. That's After true. we see, yeah. you know, each segment, we get to see, like, them running backstage, mm-hmm. getting and the wings like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Those are the so type cute. of things we want to see because it's like, you. it feels exclusive. It feels like you're seeing something that maybe you're not supposed to or, yeah. you know, you're yeah. getting an insight. And I think that that is one of the key things that we missed overall yeah. throughout the entire season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have been cool to see them, like, rehearsing for the show mm-hmm. yeah. and stuff like that, just how they walk out, how they line up, how if they have counts or like whatnot. Like, the whole process. Right. From casting mm-hmm. to, like, preparing and then being there and then afterwards. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Agreed. Next time. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> Next time. Another big client that uh, was mentioned this season was Sports Illustrated. Uh, what did you guys think about that? Because they're two, Victoria's Secret and Sports Illustrated are, like, two different clients. And I, I know that when Ashley, um, was it Ashley went in for, mm-hmm. no, she went in for um, a GQ mm-hmm. um, casting and 
she was really meek, really shy. She didn't really know what to do. And I think that also came with, I don't know if she knew her client, which is a big thing when, when you're going on a casting, you have to know who the audience is. Right. Mm-hmm. And she didn't really seem to know I that. mean, the first most important thing is if you're going on a casting for a client, you Google them and you look up all the past things that they've done. Yes. I felt like, I don't know if she was nervous because she was brand new, but yeah. she I mean, she has been here in L.A. and been working for a long time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you're going to New York... She already knows that she has to go there and like hit it hard and give yeah. it one hundred and ten percent. Yeah. So I felt like in that stance, she kind of blew it. I mean, she yeah. didn't have a card. She didn't have anything. Which I understand. Sometimes you don't have that. Yeah. But like, you're in New York. You can't do that. Like, yeah. You got to give them something. Would a modeling agency send one of their models to clients without them being prepared with a book or a card? That seems yeah. a little. Yeah. yeah. It also seems we, like it's part of the agencies but you should always be prepared yeah. as well you yeah. know always mm-hmm. be prepared but to be honest like nowadays they really don't even look at your card and they really don't even look at your book because everything is digital now right. true mm-hmm. so honestly i think that that was like a tv moment because okay, when you go yeah. on so you think now, they don't mm-hmm. even <laughs> look for your book right. anymore um because right. they already have the material but yeah. it is a teaching lesson to always mm-hmm. be prepared yeah. even though they may not ask for that now still have mm-hmm. it on you because Someone you never like, know when they yeah. can. Yeah. I always think it's good to have, if you have a web page or somewhere where you have your portfolio mm-hmm. online, so that yeah. way if they do ask for it, you, worst case scenario, you pull it up on your phone yeah. and yeah. show them, if, or if you have an iPad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the days of like carrying around a big, heavy modeling book yeah. with hard-printed photos... That seems yeah, very like 2004 American. Especially, yeah. yeah. Especially if you're running around New York, like those things get heavy. It it's is. like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I would say, playing out. still have it, but just know right. that they're probably not going to ask you for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, can we talk about that crazy photographer, Yutsai? Yeah. Yes. yes. I liked him. I did too. <laughs> God. He I was liked so him. raw I and real. Meet him. Yeah. And yeah, I loved how he just like kind of got under Olivia's skin. Like yeah. she's I very like perfect and always, you know, says the right thing. And she's not used to having like her feathers ruffled. Right. Yeah. And so I thought that was a fun moment to watch. Yeah. It's kind of like broke her down a little bit. Yeah. I know. I love when she was asking her team, like, does this look good? You know? Yeah. And he was like, why do you care about them? Yes. Like, listen yeah. to me. I'm the one that's making you look good. Exactly. I'm trying yeah. to like, create a moment for you. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all about your connection with the photographer. Like, the people in the back, they're not even, they're not supposed to be right. there in yeah. your mind. Mm-hmm. It's all about your connection with the photographer. So, again, I'm sure that was a teaching moment for her because. That's, I mean, that's how it really is. You have to connect with the photographer. But I'm glad that he was kind of gentle on her, sort of, because I'm pretty sure he could have got worse. I mean, he was nice later. He ended up being very, like, they had a good relationship. Yeah. But he was real. I liked both aspects where we were able to see, like, the nice photographer versus the photographer. Not that he wasn't nice, but just, like, the more real photographer. That's just, like, I'm here to do my job. Like, I'm not here, you know. Like, I want you to give me your best. And I really liked how he was, like, you know, I don't feel like you're confident enough to, like, do yeah. this. And, in, like, in a way, maybe she wasn't, you know. Yeah. And, like, I kind of liked that she got a little bit out of her shell. Because when you think about Olivia Culpo, you think Miss Universe. And you don't think mm-hmm. her posing with, exactly. like, her butt out or something. So it was, like, I know that this was a little bit out of her comfort zone. And it was really it was really interesting to kind of see her, like, oh, okay. You know, like, this is it, it's okay to kind of have, like, this. And then to see her struggle. Because it was a lot, like, it was very relatable mm-hmm. to... At least to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I know we have some news that we want to share with you guys, some After Buzzers. Yes, we do. Hey, After Buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows. 
From dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more, there's no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailored made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. If you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be because they're optional. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments and we'll thank you on air. For now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV Talk. Absolutely. Yeah. And we can be found on iTunes so you guys can catch us on YouTube, yeah. iTunes, we're everywhere. Right? Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to talk about um, the relationships all the different relationships we saw throughout the season. Yeah. A common theme we saw that it's kind of hard to maintain a romantic relationship with a partner yeah. as a model. What did you guys Unless think your about partner that? is a model. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then it's perfect. Yeah. I was actually surprised because a lot, some of them we were introduced to in the beginning. Yeah. But a couple of them, I didn't even know they were in relationships till like yeah. the very end. I was yeah, like, yeah. wow, they've been going through this whole lifestyle with no mention of a boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So for me, that would be hard for me. Like, I like to be with my boyfriend every day. Mm -hmm. So I would need, like, a Caroline Heath situation right, going yeah. on. Yeah. But not like a, hey, oh, okay, you're in Europe for two weeks, and then I'm going to be here, so maybe we'll catch up in a month and a half. Right. Yeah. I don't know if I would be cool with that. Yeah. I liked the Caroline and Heath. Um, I loved – I feel like that was the relationship and the life that was – that we got to dive deepest into. Yeah. And, like, get to know them the best. Mm -hmm. Um. I thought their their scenes were pretty interesting and fun to watch. I thought they were cute. Yeah, they're cute. I thought it was cute, but I I personally enjoyed more watching everybody else, seeing kind of how they make the relationships work. Mm -hmm. You know, like for example, Olivia Culpo and Danny M. Mandola, I believe is his last name. For me, it was like, how do you guys make the time? And like, I guess for all the other relationships, but I really and. It was kind of one of those things where you're like, in a way, it's a little bit relatable because nowadays, how do you maintain a relationship even with social media itself, you yeah. know? And then, like, is that how they keep up with each other? Like, looking at each other, like, via Instagram <laughs> posts? I was like, I'm so confused right now. So, and I don't know. It was just the whole relationship scene thing. I was like, I wouldn't be able to have a boyfriend going to all these places. Like, there's no way. Like, you don't have the time, yeah. you know? So I find it, I give them props for being able to have the dedication to, like, be yeah. dedicated to one person, even though they don't get to see them all the time. And for the partner as well, you know, because it's not only you doing it, it's your partner, like, kind of being okay with the fact that you're doing all these things yeah. and never really being home. Yeah, I think it, it pretty much, like, sucks for both parties because, you know, everyone wants to be successful in their own right. But you also don't want to end up alone. So how do you <laughs> how do you juggle and balance that? Like, I mean, is it realistic? You yeah. know what? I just thought about this, but maybe it's easier for people that are really busy and doing a lot and going a lot of places to also have a partner that's really busy and doing the same thing. Yeah. Because think about it on the flip side. If you're like Olivia and you're going to events and you're flying to Paris and then you're going to New York and you're going to LA and mm -hmm. you're going all these places, and then imagine you have a boyfriend that's just always in LA, like working Chilling, some, yeah. I don't know, like, I don't know, some job, <laughs> whatever he may <laughs> nine do. To five. Yeah, some yeah. nine to five job, and then, you know, he's just always missing you, and then, yeah. you know, staying here. And Well, would you want him to tag along, though? Right. Also, would you rather him be at home, kind of like living a normal life, or would you rather him tag along Cause with if, you and maybe be part of the team? Yeah, because yeah. if you're that successful, then you would probably just want to 
have him fly, leave fly his nine to five job yeah. and come you could just salary him to be your boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I would because a lot of trust issues would come with me having like if I had a boyfriend and I was like traveling yeah. around and he was only in one spot and I was all over the place, I wouldn't feel comfortable with him being in one place right. the whole time. Right. Well, that's like, I would have I trust issues. I would rather him be around. That's yeah. what I was getting at. It might be easier to have someone who's also always on the go because then you know that at least they're also really busy so they yeah, don't have exactly. time, time to be to finding see a new other girlfriend. People, yes. Well, yeah, not only that, but, you know, if you chose to have him with you all the time, you have to make sure that you have the right person and that there are confident in themselves because you don't want them to become resentful exactly. of right. being yeah. second in line or yeah, you yeah. always having to follow behind you. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think all of it could work out. <laughs> just, you have to have the right person and you have to have communication. You have yeah. to be completely There's honest. a lot of details that we yeah. need to yeah. work out. There, there's a lot of potential issues. A lot issues. of discussions that yeah. we need to be had. Yeah, like if both of you live like bigger than big lives, it kind of takes me to like a Khloe Kardashian, Tristan Thompson situation. Yeah. yeah. He had all these side chicks. Yeah. You know, true. it's just like kind of, <laughs> you never know. Yeah. What do you guys think about the, the topic we saw that... Um, you know, marriage was brought up and, you know, whether they would stay in uh, New York for another five years and, you know, would you still work after pregnancy? How do you Ugh. think that works, you know, with all of us being women and, uh, you know, still wanting to have a family and still living a sort of normal life without completely pushing a career like modeling to the side? Well, I feel like <laughs> we're all like, uh, well, okay, so Caroline's 22. Yeah. yeah right. So she is just getting into her career and yeah. doing a good yeah. job. So I feel like she is young to have a baby. I, I could agree. see her getting married if they've been together for four years and yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're in love. Sure, get married. But she still has a lot of time to have a baby and give her like five more years to really solidify her career even more. And then you can have babies. I mean, yeah. Candace has a baby. Alessandra has, like, three babies. Yeah. They're still yeah. walking for Victoria's Secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they're, like, ten years older than she is. I feel yeah. like the well, show is like really... Well, they're, in their 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, and she's only 22. Yeah, late 30s. But, yeah. yeah, I feel like the show is really pushing this storyline very, very no, far. they pushed it hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a Mississippi. Okay? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that that kind of goes for any career, you know? Like, if you're yeah. planning on having a, a baby, like, are you going to be okay with going to work? I mean, everybody has to go to work, and, like, you either you're going to get a babysitter or you're not, but you can't take your child to work type of deal. Yeah. Um, and, first of all, yes, she was super young, and then... I think you should be able to enjoy your career. And then when you get to a point where you're like, you know what, like, I'm okay with right now taking a step backwards. Because, mm-hmm. like, you you can't, I don't think you can move forward with modeling while you're pregnant unless if you're going to be in a pregnancy ad or something. You know, but afterwards, it's like, I feel like there's different options. Like, if you're already a model, maybe you won't be able to do runway for, like, a year while you're recovering. Right. But maybe you could do print. So mm-hmm. I think that that whole topic itself could have been, like, opened up to, like, okay, what are my other options where I could still keep my career? But, um, like, I'll, I'll be able to come back from it, you know? Yeah, yeah. plus I feel like a lot of people have the mindset that once you have a baby, your career is done. Yeah, and, which is but not true. It's not true. Okay, yeah. if she has a baby, she can be she can do print modeling. That's mom yeah. and daughter. There's like so many castings and companies out exactly. there looking for real families. Yeah. So okay, now you have a model mom and a model dad and a model child. Yeah. <laughs> that's very. Who? Of course, right. they're going to get hired for something. That's yeah. Three you know, they can book family jobs yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of options. Yeah. Right. 
But she was just getting into like runway and trying to step away yeah. from print, and she's yeah. she's just so young. I feel like she doesn't need to have a child like, just and, yet. Yeah, to even be thinking about it. I think right now she's just be like, okay, like where am I going to travel next? Or, yeah, you know? I think they're they're rushing it, and mm-hmm. I think it also touches on you know in the modeling industry where. 22, 23 can be considered old. And yeah. I that is one thing that I appreciated is a lot, of, well, a nice handful of the girls were in their late 20s, which is considered retirement age mm-hmm. in the modeling industry. So, <laughs> I, again, it just yeah. shows you. <laughs> right. It's like, she's 28. She's she's not old. Um, yeah. King, she was 28, yeah. 29. Yeah. Um, that's not old whatsoever. She's right. been working forever. She's still working. So, Ladies do not, and gentlemen, do not get caught up on that. Like, you, you are okay. You know mm-hmm. what? Like the whole age thing was like so weird for me when they, when we're in the beginning of the of the the season, when they were put like their names and their ages and like they've been yeah. modeling for like forty years. I'm uh-huh. like, you're twenty. Like, how have you been modeling for so long? It was super interesting to be like, okay, like you've been working for such a long time doing this, mm-hmm. so I can see why people are like, oh yeah, like because you're you've you've aged, you yeah. know. Yeah. In a different way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, some of them start young. Yeah. Like yeah. 10 years old. Yep. Mm-hmm. Six, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They get yeah. scouted because they're just really tall and skinny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all their peers are, like, here and there. <laughs> so let's talk about the relationships amongst the the women. Uh, it was very cliquish, I feel like. <laughs> it didn't take a long time to get that way where you could see who was best friends with who. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think about that? I mean, I wasn't surprised that that happened. I see it as we had two main groups. So we had Olivia and Devin, mm-hmm. who were besties. Yeah. And then Caroline and Ashley were friends. But then, like, Ping was there. And then yeah. that whole thing <laughs> happened. And then I feel like the other girls were kind of just very neutral. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a weird um, dynamic. It was kind of hard to figure out like who was friends with. I feel I feel like the show was trying to push more drama than there was. Yeah, like I think the show and the producers were very happy about Ping and yeah. her like little drama night and getting a little too like tipsy and playing that Never Have I Ever game and yeah. Yeah. calling out Caroline, but. I f- the drama was just like very vanilla for a reality yeah. show, especially on. I e. love that you use that word. Yeah, that term. <laughs> like, so vanilla. So cute. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know what you guys think. For me, I feel like I didn't see it. I didn't think it was truthful. Um, to be honest with you, in the beginning, uh, they spoke about how, oh, you know, I think people think that. Models don't like each other because we're competing for the same jobs and stuff like that. And then, like, I think it was Pink who was like, oh, I saw her looking at me up and down type of deal where it's like, I know, like, as women, we know that, like, we don't all get along with each other. Even though, even if we don't know the person, like, and we see the person, we could already tell if we're going to like them or not. So it was kind of one of those things where, like, I feel like even within them, like, they didn't all even really like each other but they were like okay we're on the show together like let's not be super dramatic because like I think they were trying to put up a face of like oh no we all get along together and and, like it was more of like wait are you guys like so you guys don't have any drama because like I don't have like nine really close friends and have Mm -hmm. no drama you know like with the few of them that I have like we like not necessarily have arguments but we talk about other stuff that like could be like, there are different topics that you're just like, oh, okay, like, 
you know, they're yeah. not necessarily hated. I don't know how to explain it, but yeah. I just think no one wanted to be the villain. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody and wanted to be like, oh, put up a face of like, No, oh, I think King absolutely did not care about not being a yeah, villain. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, we can get into that with the, the issues with the whole diversity comment, that whole conversation. Uh, I'm glad it didn't <laughs> go further than what it could have been. Yeah. But um, I do understand the, the the conversation. Of course, our favorite moment was, I don't speak Paris. Wait, wait, is that what she I, said? I have the quote. Can I read it? Yes, yeah, the quote. read exactly said, the quote. I literally effing went through hell. This is, this is Devin. Um, went through hell and literally lived in different countries like every other month and didn't speak that language. I didn't speak Paris, didn't speak Italian, and I did that for like two years. You know how hard it is to be blonde? I have to get a highlight every month. Do you know how expensive that is? And <laughs> How much money do you make? You make so much money. <laughs> I know. Sure. Like, she got so much flack I'm, online for yeah, that. Yeah. I'm just going to say this. like Based on the conversation that they were having about diversity, yeah. whether it's skin color, hair type, mm-hmm. body size, or whatever, I'm just like, why did you even make that comment that had nothing to do with the conversation? And that just doesn't, it didn't fit in with anything that they were yeah. talking about. And you just made yourself sound very privileged and yeah. ignorant. And ignorant. And, yeah. And not only that, but I feel like in the modern world, now we're seeing so much diversity, you know, where, like, we see all skin types, all colors, all, like, sizes. And it's like, why would, why, why, why bring that up when, like, you're around many different people that look, like, different all the time, you know? Well, I think it's still, a, even though things have improved, it's, it is still a thing. Oh, but oh, I yeah. just don't think that her comment in particular really had like any edit any value to the conversation why did she feel the need to say anything like the girls were talking about it the day after saying she there it was just so unnecessary for her to even sit like just sit back and listen that was the thing that sparked the whole blow up and the big conversation later because that that was just like a tiny conversation they had in a comment Mm -hmm. yeah and then they you know they brought it back obviously they needed some kind of drama i do feel like they kind of heightened it and played it up just for the sake of the TV show. Yeah. Um, with paying at the staycation. Yeah, with paying at the staycation and all that. And just, like, it just maybe even talking about it in the first place. I yeah. feel like they might have just been like, oh, we need to talk about an issue. This is a good one. Mm-hmm. He, you guys are diverse and you guys are white, so here they like, make something up. Like, you know? Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah. Should we talk about the staycation? Yeah, let's let's get into uh, influencer versus being a model. So Olivia kind of was the role of the influencer because she hasn't been modeling professionally versus the other girls who have been, you know, booking Tom Ford and doing Fashion Week Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So we got to see the different types of modeling and to see an influencer who wants to break more into the actual Fashion Week type modeling. What did you guys think about Olivia's journey? It was a little bit more interesting. It was new for a modeling show because, you know, shows like America's Next Top Model, there was no such thing as, like, an influencer on um, social media. And with Olivia, like, I feel like a lot of audiences knew who she was going into this show. She um, won Miss Universe. She dated Nick Jonas for a long time. So Mm -hmm. she's, like, basically a pseudo-celebrity. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting coming from her point of view, wanting to do more high-fashion modeling when the other girls want to do what she's doing, you know, work events and yeah. speak mm-hmm. at different events and be an influencer. So that was that was a different take on 
the modeling world right now. I think that's the main reason why they included her and Devin because they're friends in real life and then they're exactly the opposite. Like, I have a quote. Um, So Devin said, she gets hired to be Olivia, whereas I get hired to be the chameleon who can change into different people. Mm, Right. And Olivia said back to that, yeah, but your part seems more fun, though. At least you're making money. Which is also an issue because I feel like, I mean, Olivia has a lot of followers, so she probably gets paid to go places. But I think a lot of influencers, they just get to go... To, to things for free, yeah. Or yeah. Get things sent mm-hmm. for free, but get they're bags. not all the time making money that they can yeah. use to pay their rent. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. models, you know, they don't get that as much, but they're making cash. They're working. Yeah. They're doing a job. But then well, was, it depends on the type of modeling because yeah. some runway models or like some trade show models, they they'll Just give you clothes. Trade, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they'll give you clothes or free products or a gift card to the spa versus, like, an actual check for the work that you've mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of depends on the client. It depends on whether you're doing runway versus print. Um, it's all tricky at the end of the day. Just give people cash. Like, yeah. we just want money. Just pay people. No, I'll buy yeah. a dress from you if I yeah. want it. Just give me the check. That shocked me about Devin. Like, I wonder how often she just works for trade because she's such a an in-demand high fashion model. Yeah. yeah. I think probably when you get to that level, you're getting paid. Yeah. But yeah. starting out, like, I know a lot of runway models don't get paid that much. Or even sometimes, like, I've heard... If models that have shot for the cover of Vogue they don't get paid for that stuff. Mm-hmm. They just do it for trade because it's such a big name. Everybody yeah. wants to walk yeah. for so and so. Everybody wants to be on the cover of Vogue because that stuff that yeah. will heighten your yeah. career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but you know they do it because it's, like you make the it's, it's such a great thing to be like, look, I was on the cover exactly. of this. I was on the cover of that. I walked for this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it kind of sucks. It's one of those situations where by accepting things free because they're cool, they're devaluing the whole industry. You know, exactly. if everybody was like, no, I'm not going to do that for free. You have to pay me. Then it would make the clients have to pay all the models yeah. in ca- yeah. in money. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wonder if that's the same thing with male models. Oh, I think so from what I know, yeah, yeah. And the, the mm-hmm. crazy thing is, like, you would think that like runway, um, you know, Fashion Week, Paris, all that stuff is where the money is, but the money is actually in print. Mm-hmm. When yeah. you get campaigns and sign contracts, that's where yeah. the money is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, usually in those situations, it's not trade. Like you, you sign a contract and you get paid, but. Um, like I said, the, the the runway or trade shows, they'll give you yeah. a dress. Pick whatever mm-hmm. you want from the closet, and that's your yeah. that's your fee. Well, I personally, I really liked this this like model versus influencer topic, yeah. and especially coming from Olivia, because I feel like Olivia, like you guys mentioned, she already has a name for herself, mm-hmm. and it's very interesting to kind of be like. Even though you have a name for yourself, that doesn't mean that you can go ahead and walk in and be like, okay, like I want to walk for like Tom yeah. Ford, yeah, you know, because. It's like, oh, she still has to work for it. And that's one of the things that I kind of would have liked to see. Like, how does she, how is she really making like a step forward to kind of be part of like the fashion week and the runway? So, you know, because right now we see her, I feel like even till this day, we always see her being the influencer. But she, I feel like she would have to stop doing a lot of influencer things. Like, she would have to make the sacrifice Mm -hmm. of like maybe not get paid for a couple of things in order for her to be able to break into the whole modeling industry. And I feel like, that, that whole, like, because there's influencers that I've seen that have even walked, like, a couple of shows, like, recently for, like, big names, too. So, I, it was really interesting to have Olivia kind of give us this section, and then I would have really liked to kind of see, follow her journey a little yeah. bit more on yeah. this whole topic. 
I and was, I think this will be a cool journey to see in real life. You know, yeah. now that social media is such a big thing and influencers are such a big part of the culture to see how they are going to, you know, from now um, going forward, how they yeah. are incorporated into fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are running out of time, yeah. ladies. <laughs> God, there's so much to talk about. I, I know. know. She was about. like typing. I was like, oh my gosh. So let's <laughs> like, jump into our special segment of who you guys think is the top model of the season. All right. Love Who it. wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. This is, I've been waiting for this. Okay. <laughs> okay. So my top model, aka my personal favorite, was Caroline, and I have a lot of reasons. Ever since like the first episode where she came and introduced herself, she's a Florida girl. I'm a Florida girl. I nice. think we're very similar. Um, her boyfriend is like kind of from the Midwest. My boyfriend's kind of from the Midwest. Um, There's just a lot of similarities. I really like her. I want to be friends with you, Caroline. But (laughs) also the thing that I liked about her, she had a quote and she said, I didn't get into this industry to do the cover of Vogue. I got into this industry to pay my bills and support myself. This is my career. I want to make money. I don't really care about the other stuff. And that really resonated to me because I do modeling also for a career, but I'm not high fashion. And I feel like when you tell someone you're a model, they're like, oh, are you doing... Like, if you're not doing high fashion, it's not, like, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, we touched on before, a lot of the times, like, the high fashion models aren't getting paid, whereas the commercial models, the people oh, yeah. that are shooting the e-com, the catalogs, yeah. the yeah. billboards, they're the ones making all the money. And mm-hmm. she said that her priority, she mostly books things like that. Like, she mm-hmm. said, I've probably been in every catalog you've ever seen, yeah. but not yeah. a lot of runway shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just really like that about her, that, you Me know, too. she's, like... I'm here to make money and I don't care about that yeah. stuff where so many people are caught up in like the glitz and the glam mm-hmm. and being at yeah. the parties mm-hmm. and whatnot. She's like, nope, I'm going to shoot my catalog and go hang out with my boyfriend. Yep. I'm good. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> She's badass. Yeah. Uh, my top model is Daniela who was um, from Brazil. Mm-hmm. I just thought she was so much fun and had such a fun, um, upbeat personality and she, you know, learned English. She said she speaks three languages, and she yeah. wants to perfect her English. She said she wanted to be able to speak like Michelle Obama. Um, <laughs> she was ha- taking her driving test, trying to learn how to drive in New York City. Um, I thought she was really fun and cute. I like that. Nice. Um, my personal favorite is definitely Olivia Culpo. I, I've looked up to Olivia ever since she won Miss Universe, and she is, like, I know that she's done hosting before. She does it all and I want to be able to have that dedication that she does where she's like you know what tomorrow I have to be in Paris next week I have to be in New York and I have to do this and I have to do that I love how she works she's like I am like a I'm an influencer I'm a model I'm like a restaurant owner I like she does she does it all and she does it so well I she's my favorite yeah yeah love it yeah I would say my favorite was Hannah Uh, I liked Hannah because she just was one model that was completely comfortable in her skin. She talked about, um, you know, some of the body issues that she's had in the industry with being too fit or having, you know, her boobs are too big or her butt is too big. And I like the fact that even though she has to listen to those criticisms, she's not trying to change herself into what someone else wants her to be. She's fitting in her role and she's making it work and she's successful. Um, So that's what I really admire about her because you have to have thick skin and you have to be confident in yourself because everyone's going to have an opinion about what you should or shouldn't do. And um, she's doing a good job in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. All these girls are doing a good job, honestly. Like to be denied, like I'm sure they get so many denials, like, on the daily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for them to still keep going after it and just be thankful for the one job that they get, mm-hmm. it's 
it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I think overall they did a good job casting because even hearing your guys' favorites, like Danielle's like, oh, I really like Daniela too. <laughs> I really like Olivia. Yeah. And, and Shanina. Nobody said Shanina, but I really liked I Shanina. liked her too. Yeah. yeah. So I pretty much liked everyone a lot. Except yeah. They were all good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get into some news and gossip. Okay. Um, so this season we saw Devin talking to her mom about her boy, who, her boyfriend Johnny, who we never really saw at all, mm-hmm. um, but how she was saying how she's super she in love. Either. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> super in love. He's the perfect guy. Anyway, they did end up getting engaged this summer. Um, they were dating for two years, and so his whole plan started with the couple taking a plane ride over a private beach which um, then were the words written out, marry me, question mark, in the sand. Um, Devin was completely surprised, and she posts on Instagram, this is the best day of my life, and I cannot wait to marry the best person in the whole universe. I'm the luckiest woman in the world. And her ring is beautiful. Yeah. Nice. They're so cute. So cute. And um, next up, I wanted to dive in to see if Heath ever proposed to Caroline because on the last episode, he was teasing it, teasing it, teasing it. Yeah. And... Honestly, I think they filmed that almost a year ago. So this is a year later. They're st- I, they're still not engaged. No I, I see, oh my god! I don't see a ring. <laughs> I don't see a ring. Okay. And last up, Shanina oh, did yes. end up marrying yes. DJ Ruckus. Yay. They got married in the Bahamas. That's so cute. Um, in May. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, it's good to see all of these ladies are still doing beautiful things, and they're yeah. still in their relationships. Yeah, they even are. though they may not be engaged, they're still <laughs> True. holding it together. They they're are. moving forward. Yes. <laughs> all right. Guys, thank you so much for joining us here talking everything Model Squad. I'm Ashley Allen, and you can find me on all social media at Ashley Reed Allen. You guys, thank you so much for joining us. I wish this lasted all season long, but we got yeah. it. We were able to recap it. We got it all under control. Um, I'm your host, Carla Beltran. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Carla Beltran. Thank you guys so much for watching. I'm Kaylee Stump. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Kaylee Stump, and check out my podcast, Sex and Studio City. Woo, again. <laughs> this was so fun. I wish we had more time. Yes. But you guys can follow me on Instagram at Julana. All right, and be sure to like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube and on iTunes. We can be found everywhere. And if you want to continue the conversation, we have time. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram. We would love to continue the conversation with you guys. But until next time, keep it locked right here on AfterBuzz TV. Ciao. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later! <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.